The Job Clinic with Leeds Teaching Hospitals NHS Trust. Robotic surgeon, medical photographer and other unusual careers in the NHS. Hello and welcome to episode six of The Job Clinic where we just dig and delve behind the scenes and find out a little bit more about some of the less well-known jobs. As ever, do click follow and write us a review. Now this week, my guest is Lambros Lambrew. Uh, So let's start off as we always do. Lambros, what is your job title, please? Uh, Enterprise architect. Enterprise architect. I don't even know... (laughs) where to begin with that enterprise I think car rentals architect I think building Um, and I'm guessing it has nothing to do with either that's right Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, yeah so enterprise architect I work in IT and so the term enterprise um, reflects the more strategic view that I take from an IT perspective so I work with senior stakeholders the business um, to understand what their vision is and where they want to take the business or the operation or the organisation and then formulate IT strategies rather than specific IT systems to get them there. An architect is, in a general term, is somebody that builds these strategies, solutions, etc., similar to an architect that may design a house. There are other architecture roles within IT, domain architects, so somebody who specifically understands data or security. And over the years, IT has developed to such a point that these domains, as we call them, are now vast through to cloud and apps, mobile phones, internet, you name it. There's a whole gambit. But somebody sits above that, and that tends to be me, to try and pull them all together as a cohesive solution or strategy for an organisation. So on a day-to-day level then, what does your role involve? predominantly engaging with business stakeholders in most cases to understand what is their perceived problem where do they want to get to it isn't always a discussion about it it's about where do you want to take the business where do you want to take the organization what is your vision and understanding that um trying to demystify and take away the it conversations because people talk about it and they get into the detail and quite often it's not necessary and it can confuse matters. And so it's it's that interface between the the business, the clinicians, whoever it may be, and the, the people on the ground in IT that actually do the, the detailed configuration and building systems. And then working with programs of work, ensuring that they understand the business vision so that they can deliver what enables the business vision. So if the organization wants to go digital, which is a big buzzword at the moment, what does that mean? from an IT perspective. And quite often I speak to the IT guys and they go, oh, now I get it. So you're kind of like, a, as well as overseeing it, you're like an intermediary between uh, sort of the, the layman's talk on, I just want to be able to access XYZ from ABC yeah. and then exactly. the the IT side of things for popping yeah, that into absolutely. practice. An intermediary is a very interesting term for it. And that's exactly what it is. I imagine... Um, you're very much in demand because if there's something anybody wants yesterday, it's something to do with IT. Absolutely, yes. And quite often it isn't until I start a conversation with somebody or an area and I don't talk about IT that they suddenly realise that there is somebody there that can help them. And so before you know it, they say, oh, they'll tell the colleagues and say, you want to talk to so-and-so because he doesn't talk IT. (laughs) 
And then before you know it, it just gets out there. And, and so I'd like to think that that um, speaks volumes in terms of what enterprise architects try to achieve um, and what they're trying to do, which is demystify IT. There are other enterprise architect roles. Sometimes organizations call them business architects to try and ensure that colleagues understand that it's not IT, not strictly IT related. But yes, as soon as you start to engage with somebody and they realize that I'm not going to sit there and talk about bits and bytes and hardware and what have you, and I'm going to go, and the idea is that I understand their problem and I'm going to go in, come up with a strategy or a solution for them, they suddenly think, great. And then before you know it, it just snowballs. <laughs> yeah. And so what sort of projects have you been working on? Well, within LTHT uh, as a whole raft, there was initially the National Pathology Imaging Cooperative, which was a huge undertaking and was run through the pathology clinical unit where they secured funding uh, externally to deliver a digital national pathology solution. So in other words, moving away from microscopes and looking at slides through microscopes to scanning slides on high-definition clinical scanners and storing those images and making them available across the UK to, to pathologists and clinicians and having that service available through any trust or region that wish to join the cooperative. The, the funding for that was uh, significant, a major programme of work for LTHT, and it was pulling that together and from a strategic perspective. So it was very apparent very quickly that the trust could not support this sort of IT delivery per se because they have their own internal solution to deliver and, and support. And so we mobilised a piece of work to engage with a strategic partner that could deliver that for them. And that's in flight at the moment. They're delivering that service. And over time, it will gain critical mass. And I think it will be the go-to solution for digital pathology. And I imagine as well, it will make a huge difference to patients, but also for research as well. Absolutely. So underpinnings are really improving patient care and diagnosis. So once you have medical information, slides, images, etc., available nationally, you can call upon other colleagues to assist. So rather than putting a slide in a post and expecting it to arrive two days later and somebody's going to look, it's immediate. You can ask them to have a look at a slide and you can obtain a diagnosis quickly, key into the system, and before you know it, you've reduced days and weeks down to minutes and hours. Um, but at the same time, that information that is gathered um, enables um, the trust and the uh, pathologists and research organisations to use that information a lot easier because it's digitised. Artificial intelligence come into, comes into play. So it's it's a wealth of information that can improve patient care very quickly. It must make your job extremely fulfilling. Presumably your role is the type of role that would exist within many large organisations. And so you could be doing your role at a bank, at a mobile phone company, at a supermarket, but this gives it a real sense of purpose. It does. Um, I've worked in many organisations, financial services, retail, and, 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 a, and a few others. And this is the most fulfilling. Retail is great. You know, we're providing services to people, you know, you need to go shopping, etc. Financial services, we all need money, we all have credit cards, we need loans, and we need to be able to have, have savings. But actually, working in, a, in the NHS you can actually physically walk around. You know, I can walk around St. James's and I can see the three-year-olds with cancer and I can see that what we're doing from an IT perspective is ultimately improving their life or prolonging. 
Whereas in financial services, it's not that visible. There is satisfaction, but at times this role pulls at your heartstrings. And what was your route into it? Well, I originally have a mechanical engineering degree, not not IT related. First role was in an organisation that made flat pack furniture that they shipped across the world. And it became a bit repetitive. You make one filing cabinet, one desk, one table, and you want needs to be a different size. All you do is change the dimensions. And that, and that was my first sort of proper role. Every time there's an IT issue, they would run around. At the time, there was no support function. So who knows about IT? Well, I was in CNC programming, so the closest thing to IT. So I would look at the systems, um, tend to resolve them. I enjoyed it. People started saying, oh, you're good at that. So every time there's an IT problem, I would fix it, even though that wasn't my role. Um, and then one day a role came up outside of, of engineering uh, in IT. And I thought to myself, I'll give it a try. And I applied and um, secured the role. And the rest is history. I went into a, an IT role. It was support, went into more technical role, et cetera, et cetera, and then moved up to architecture and then enterprise architecture and what I'm doing today. And is there a standard route in? There are multiple ways. It, uh, everything from uh, university and obtaining a science degree in, in, a, in computer science or an apprenticeship or like I did, I started out in engineering and then transferred. Certainly, if somebody wants to become an architect, there are university courses and apprenticeships that will allow you to get to get there. And, and entry can be through different means and through different qualifications as well. You don't have to have an academic qualification to, to, to enter. You'll find there are many, many ways in, in these days. And organisations also run boot camps. You can attend a two-week boot camp, and at the end of it, if you think it's something we want to progress with, they will help you move on to the next stage. If you think it's not for you, you draw the line and go and do something else. And what for you is the best part of your role? Having the conversations with people, colleagues, who are not IT literate, and having that moment when there's that realisation that they don't have to talk IT to me. Similar to other organisations, you know, clinicians will put things into layman's terms that behind the scenes they've spent years learning and and training to be a clinician. I've done the same. But what I really enjoy is that realisation that I get from people, which is, you know what, I can talk to him and he he keeps it simple for me. And I don't have to understand IT and I don't have to understand the terms and the acronyms and he's going to go away and sort it out for me. And and, and then the second second part of that is that when we then deliver – or I'm part of that delivery, and the people that I've engaged with receive the technical solution, and it's what they want. There's a real sense of satisfaction. Lambros, thank you so much for talking to me. Um, if you would like to find out more about being an enterprise architect, there are some more details in our show notes. Coming up on next week's episode, we speak to Rosemary Rushworth. Now, she is a social worker for the hospital. We'll find out more next week. The Job Clinic with Leeds Teaching Hospitals NHS Trust. Robotic surgeon, medical photographer and other unusual careers in the NHS. The Job Clinic is an under-the-mast audio production.